All right, I'm here with um, Associate Professor uh, Dr. Christopher Schmidt. Uh, he's a professor in the kinesiology department here at APU, and he is the professor of my Kines 220 Emergency Care and Clinical Skills. So thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Sure, no problem. Um, so let's kind of start. You, I got that right. You do have your doctorate, right? Yes. Okay. So we we'll kind of start there. Um, okay. Where did you receive your uh, education at? So like undergrad and yeah, grad school. three places. Okay. Um, I got my undergraduate degree at Whittier College. Okay. Um, so that's just down the freeway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got a Bachelor of Arts in Physical Education and Recreation at okay. that time, and an emphasis in athletic training. Uh, when I graduated there, then I went to graduate school at the University of Arizona, uh, and I was a high school athletic trainer there for two years while I was getting my master's degree uh, in exercise and sports science, again, with an emphasis in administration. Uh, then once I finished that program, I actually went back to Whittier College for about four years on staff as the athletic trainer, both an assistant athletic trainer okay. and then the head athletic trainer. And in the fall of 2000, uh, applied for a job here at APU, um, was offered a position, and started here then, and about uh, 2001, 2002, started my PhD in human performance and recreation, uh, and finished that in 2005 okay. at um, the University of Southern Mississippi. Awesome. Yeah. So did you go into, like, into undergrad with the kind of the goal of knowing that you wanted to get a PhD at some point or that just kind of develop as you kind of went about? Yeah, I don't think I thought of it that specifically as a goal. Um, both my parents were teachers. My dad okay. has a PhD in organic chemistry or physical. One, oh, wow. I think it's organic chemistry. So there was always kind of an expectation for higher education and, and doing that. Um, and I wasn't sure what the options were at that time when I was going into undergrad or even graduating from that. Um, but coming here at APU, one of the nice benefits that they provide for faculty is uh, about 75% tuition. They reimburse you for your doctorate to get an advanced oh, wow. degree. So I knew that when I was coming here, that was one of the attractive things. Um, and that's just, that's kind of the expectation for an academic and a researcher is that you do have a PhD or an EDD, that terminal degree. Okay. So uh, it was kind of towards your like own research that you kind of wanted to achieve yeah. the PhD? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. So um, that, yeah, kind of the standard pathway. Awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, what was it that made you want to be a college professor? I know you mentioned that your family, your family history of yeah. being at, in the education system but yeah. what is it that led you to teach uh like in the kinesiology department well so when i was at whittier college after i got my master's degree um they had a small uh again at that time it was called uh, physical education recreation now i think they've changed the name to kinesiology as most okay. of the schools have yeah um but there was an opportunity to teach a couple of classes. So at that time, I taught a basic anatomy and kind of care and prevention of athletic injuries, uh, a course similar to this, like first aid CPR. Okay. Uh, in addition to those teaching opportunities, I was also, you know, full time in the athletic training clinic. So it was like, you know, really two jobs, um, getting paid poorly for one. <laughs> yeah. you know? And, yeah. you know, as I was doing that, I, I uh, rose to the rank of, of head athletic trainer. And I think I was... 27, 28 at the time. Uh, 
making probably just over $30,000 in those days. Yeah. And I was like, you know, you know, I'm, you know, middle twenties, late twenties making this kind of money. And I'm already the head athletic trainer. Like what is there to do? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to yeah. do this the rest of my life. So when the position opened at APU, I knew it was more in the education side. Um, still some uh, athletic care. And so I was able to do that my first like seven years I was here. Um, but I knew that more of the emphasis on the job was teaching in the classroom. And um, that really was more more my strengths uh, lie. Not that I don't like uh, being mm. in the clinic or working yeah. with athletics or teams, things like that. But you know, when you're having to choose, uh, I was like, you know what? This has more career longevity. Um, oh, was more of my style. Yeah. I enjoyed more prepping for classes and teaching that. And the hours a little yeah. bit different, mm-hmm. you know, here than yeah. than working in athletics. So it's a lot of different yeah. uh, factors. Definitely but, a lot of opportunity with yeah. that. So yeah. Um, so I guess that kind of answered my next question: Was do you have any pro- work prior? in the field of kinesiology and that's kind of your athletic training experience. Yeah, so I really yeah. started as a clinician. I, okay. I really um, had no specific goal of like, oh, I'm going to teach. Yeah. It just sort of the, the job that I had, you know, re- almost required it. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to teach, yeah. you know, and then I was like, oh, I kind of like this. And so really I was more a uh, clinician doing more things in athletic training and then now in athletic training, education and kinesiology and so. Awesome. Yeah. What are uh, some of the certifications and uh, credentials you've received throughout your education and professional career? So, yeah. So the main one that I have that I have kept since 1994 um, is as a a certified athletic trainer. Okay. Um, And so that's a national uh, credential that all certified athletic trainers need to have, need to possess. Um, And the program that I teach in here at APU at our graduate level is preparing those students to get that professional degree and professional credential so that they can go practice um, as an athletic trainer. So that's ATC, so athletic trainer certified. Um, And I've kept that since then. Every two years I have to do continuing education workshops and those sorts of things. Um, In addition to that, then it's like the Red Cross um, first aid instructor, CPR instructor, those sorts of things, as well as the professional um, certification in those. Um, but beyond that, I don't have any of the other like CSCS gotcha. or personal training or anything. It's really most specific to athletic training. And, so you, you still know, have teaching. to log like a certain amount of hours like each year towards yeah. like just continuing yep. to like study that. Yeah. And, and it's common in other uh, healthcare professions as well. So yeah, we had know, a, we actually had a, a PT professional in this morning in our uh, kinesiology 102 class. Okay. And he was saying that. Like he had required, he he has so many different certifications and oh, yeah. like just from stuff that he's picked up along the way. I think he took like seven years of getting his undergrad, yeah. just bouncing around. So yeah. he had a lot of opportunity for that. But just I didn't realize that you had to like actually constantly still log those hours. It's yeah, really and and sometimes it's a burden, but most of the time it's a good thing yeah. because the the topics that we study and the topics that we're interested in change so much and yeah, evolve so yeah. often that i mean it's like you know like uh your coaches if they're still running the same kind of offense that was popular years ago it's like well things evolve and change exactly. and if you're not Adapt. keeping up with the times you're gonna 
you know, fall by the wayside. And so even more important in medicine and healthcare is to stay current. And so for our credential, every two years, we have to have uh, 50 hours. So like one hour at a conference is one unit, okay. right? So basically okay. 50 hours in two years to maintain that credential and that certification. But PT is similar, medicine, nursing, yeah. they have different things, but just like, okay, you gotta stay current, right? Yeah, exactly. What's the newest, no, that's latest? That's a great analogy, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you enjoy most about the field of kinesiology and do you have like any specific interests like within the field that makes sense? Yeah. So I think the thing that keeps me motivated and it's interesting is it's always changing. Yeah. Mm Um, I mean, it's a frustration and a joy, you know, it's like the same time, like you think you got it figured out and then new evidence, new techniques, Mm -hmm. something new comes out, new training techniques. And so you're like, Oh, okay. Got to go back to being a student again. So it's always refreshing and it's always new. Um, you never feel like you've quite arrived and you yeah. know everything. Um, and probably people that tell you that are just faking it. Yeah. <laughs> they, can, they can fake it pretty well. But so that's what I would say is probably my the thing I like about it. It's always evolving and there's something the new. The challenge, yeah. Um, in terms of specific areas, it's probably the courses that I teach in athletic training, which is uh, orthopedic assessment. So how to diagnose and, and figure out what injuries somebody is suffering from, the certain procedures that we'll put patients through to figure that out. So there's a little bit of that like detective work mm-hmm. and trying to figure out, okay, it hurts here. You said this. It looks like this. Yeah. What does that all mean? You know, um, trying to put all those pieces yeah, together. So. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, from your experience in kinesiology, what would you say um, – are important to have like important traits to have as a prospective like kinesiology major like to students who are trying to decide if kinesiology might be right for them like what would you say some necessary characteristics are well so you have to uh enjoy working with people okay um and not that you have to be like an extrovert Mm because certainly i'm more introverted actually my natural personality is more thinking and reading and those sorts of things but when I'm teaching or working with patients, um, just working with people and, and seeing the, the benefit that can come from that. So if you don't like people, <laughs> this is probably not the profession or, yeah. or the discipline area for you. Um, I would also say that um, you do need to be internally motivated to succeed uh, and to work hard. You know, a lot of times I think kinesiology, athletic training, any of the disciplines within that get a bad rap and then it's like, Oh, sport and athletics, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. it must be easy. It's like, look at this curriculum. You yeah. know, you're going to be taking biology and chemistry and physics and it's like pre-med. Know, it is know? pre-med. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I think, um, valuing that yourself, working hard at it, um, liking people, you know, those are probably some of the ones that I think of. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just the last question here to wrap it up. Uh, what advice would you give to students looking to like, gain a competitive edge over other college grads upon like entering the workforce? Like what can kinesiology majors here at APU do to get an advantage over? Yeah. Like, what would your advice be? So I think the big one is networking okay. and having experience. So uh, when we get applications for our graduate program, and the student doesn't have like clinical experience, mm-hmm. like they've never been either observing, shadowing, doing some assistant work with some a professional in the field. It's a much harder 
uh, hill to climb. Yeah. You know? And they, they come in and it's like, oh, I didn't realize it was like this. Well, if you go into internships, if you volunteer, doing things in the summer, uh, observing, shadowing, um, that really sets people yeah. apart. really shows you're kind of serious about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then, you know, the whole networking thing is so true in our profession and kinesiology. Like, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. We're all connected in some way. Definitely, I don't know if it's even less than six degrees of separation. Wow. So if the reputation that you have as a student is not positive or not what you would want it to be, it's going to like follow you. Yeah. Right? So if you can, if you can create a, a good uh, network, get to meet people and what they know about you, you know, really is a benefit amongst um, your peers and colleagues. So awesome. Yeah. yeah that's great advice. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you All taking right. the time. So thank good. you. Good luck. <laughs>